Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Tori, your host, and this podcast was created to inspire women to transform their mindset, blossom from within, and be unafraid to be their authentic selves. Get ready to grow, evolve, and bloom. In this episode, I am going to talk all about challenges and the way that you choose to respond and tackle your challenges, that will ultimately be a mirror to the way that you respond to other challenges that pop up in your life. I will also share different ways that will help you shift your perspective on the way that you see challenges in your life. Let's get right into this episode. Recently, Cooper and I went to Zion National Park, and we took a 10-hour road trip from Colorado Springs. Our campsite was not exactly in Zion National Park, but it was really, really close to it. It was about a 10-minute drive to the east side of the entrance. Now, when we got there, it was midday. We really wanted to set up our tent so that we wouldn't have to do it at night. And when we got there, it was probably one of the hottest part of the day. It was probably around 100 degrees and we were sweating and we had just been in the car for 10 hours. So Cooper was feeling a little agitated because we kind of expected this tent to be really easy to set up and all of that. And it was kind of challenging. It had a lot of poles to it. And they were all bendy and had different shapes, which was kind of hard and challenging to get through the holes. There was this really, really nice guy that saw that we were struggling setting up our tent. It probably took us around two hours to set up, but he, I'm so grateful for him because he went over to help us out and was just like, you know what? During this time, people need to just show more compassion. People just need to give more compassion and just show more empathy towards people. And I was like, my little heart and soul, you are so sweet, my man. So (laughs) he helped us out. And I think that really did change Cooper's mood a lot because he just appreciated the guy's help, you know, and I was just kind of telling him, just take deep breaths, take deep breaths, just stay calm. When you're really aggravated trying to get something done, plus there's other factors that are annoying you and not just the tent. It's hard to just focus on what you need to get done because everything else may be trying to get in your way. So that was just one instance of a challenge. Uh, Two different people were trying to complete the same challenge, me and Cooper, of completing our tent. But the way that he viewed the challenge and me were completely different. I was kind of, you know, be calm, stay calm. And he was trying to rush it and get things done, which was causing more irritation and aggravation. That is one example of a way that people can view the same challenge completely different. But we did. We did it. We got our tent all set up with the man's help. I'm just so grateful for him. We did that. And the challenge was worth it because now that we overcame that challenge, we know exactly how to set up the tent. We can go and set up the tent anywhere in Colorado now and have very minimal trouble with it because we know how to set it up. 
And it just takes you getting over those small initial aggravations or annoyances that come up and those, you know, frustrated feelings that you're feeling. And then you're, you're there, you're, you've crossed the finish line, you've done it, you've done whatever the challenging thing is. Now, there was another instance in our trip. By the way, I am going to make a vlog about this trip and post it on my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. So all of the details around what we actually did will be there, but this is basically, this episode is just focused on challenges. So let's get back right into the challenges. In the park itself, when you go, there's just so much to explore. It can get a little overwhelming because the place, this park is ginormous, okay? So we kind of had a set plan where we were going to do one big hike for each day that we were there. We were there for three days. And then if we felt like it, if we felt up to it and we had enough energy, we may do a smaller hike on the same day or just explore around the park and walk around and just do something really mellow and chill after a big hike. So on day two, we were going to do Angel's Landing. And if you haven't heard of this hike, this is a famous hike. It's a famous rock formation in Utah called Angel's Landing. And it's a 1,488 foot tall rock formation in Zion National Park. I'm on the site utah.com. It says, there's no view more dramatic than what you see hanging onto a chain bolted into a cliff. Angel's Landing is one of the world's most re-owned hikes and is an unforgettable adventure worthy of all bucket lists. The stunning views of Zion Cannon's 270 million year old rock layers will time travel you back to the Triassic I hope I'm saying that right, period, when this section of the Colorado Plateau was just a flat basin at sea level. Talk about a glow up. And they talk about how getting there is just half the fun. And I, I saw the pictures and all of that. And when I get nervous about something, I tend to research everything about it and just see what different people have to say, what their opinions are, what they suggest. And everybody was saying, make sure you get the right shoes, make sure that you don't have fear of heights or that you have extreme anxiety around heights. And I was kind of getting nervous because I do, in a sense, I have a fear of heights, but I, it's not the height that I'm scared of. It's the fear of falling that I'm most scared of. So I get a little anxious and tense around drop-offs. And basically in Angel's Landing, once you get to the top section, you have to go through these chains and walk alongside the chains onto a very, very narrow path. And at some sections of it, when you get to the very top, there's a drop off 1400 feet from your right into your left. So you can see how a lot of fears can start to pop up and worry around this hike. So before the hike, I was extremely anxious. I was excited, but anxious and feeling all of the nerves. And I was ready. I wanted to try, at least try. Now, Cooper, on the other hand, he looks at this trail in a completely different light. He is not afraid of heights will go and jump on top of a rock near a drop-off without question. 
and pretend like he's falling off and do a little arm swirl action like he's about to fall off of it. That's just him. That's his personality. That's his disposition off of those really exciting and worthwhile things. Now, um, so the day of the hike, day two, we wake up and I'm feeling ready and I'm thinking maybe we should get hiking shoes. I'm not really sure what it feels like with regular tennis shoes. I've never done this hike before. It's the very first time that we're ever doing this. And I have a feeling that I should get shoes, but I don't end up getting them. And I'm wearing cheap Walmart shoes, okay, onto this hike. And we get there and the lower and middle section are basically a hike two miles up and up and up. It's an incline of two miles with heat. That was, I would say that is the most difficult and strenuous hike that I have ever been on. I had to take so many breaks trying to catch my breath, get some water. I just felt a little bit overheated and was getting into my head, but I just kept on going and kept pushing on and not feeling like I had to be rushed or anything. I just wanted to take my time, take baby steps, know when I need to pause and take a break. When we actually got to the top section, I did try to do the chain part of the hike. And here's what happened. I was ready. I actually was on it. I was doing it for maybe two minutes. But what I didn't realize was there was little tiny speckles of sand on the red rock that you stand on. And it was just making me slip and slide. And I had to call it from there. I just didn't feel safe anymore. And it was way past my comfort zone level, if you will. And I just did not feel like it would be the best option to continue on. Um, I just decided to call off that hiking journey and pause there and just go sit somewhere else to admire the views that you get up to the top. And at first I was a little bit disappointed in myself because I felt like, you know, I made it all the way up here. Why can't I go on? Why? I'm actually really proud though that I made it that far because normally if I would have seen pictures normally of a challenge that looks like way out of my comfort zone and it feels like it would be impossible for me to do, I just either wouldn't try. That was the difference in that moment. I actually tried. That was all that I needed. That was really all that I needed to feel proud of myself. I gave it my all. I climbed those two miles up and here I am holding on to these chains, giving it my all, but I am slipping. That is the reality of it. Sometimes we do try challenges and it's enough. It's just enough for us to try them, to get outside of our comfort zone a little bit and to expand and grow. The next time we go to Zion National Park, I will definitely try to, I will definitely get new shoes and see how I feel then to see if it was the shoes that held me back 
or if it was my fear. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, Cooper, what happened to Cooper was there were so many people coming down and coming up that there wasn't enough space for both people to come down and up. So there would be groups that had to wait for people to come down and just there was a crowd of people on the rock. And he was just looking at that challenge and saying, you know what, I'm just going to go around these people. And he bear crawled around the rock. Now, I do not suggest that. Whenever I was sitting down and talking to this man who just did finished his hike, I was just kind of talking about Angel's Landing with him. And he was saying how that's a that's how a lot of people lose their lives is they let go of that chain and they feel like they don't need it and that's how they fall off so then in my head i'm thinking oh my gosh this is what cooper is going to do he's literally going to do that that's the type of person that he is that's how he chooses to view a challenge is to just jump in the water and full full blast just jumping in so when he came back cooper came back around maybe 30 minutes to 40 minutes after and told me that he just he didn't make it to the top but he had to stop and turn back around because there were so many people coming down and up that it would have taken him maybe two hours to get to the top and he didn't want me to wait there for two hours in the heat and then we'd have to go back down. So, but then he was telling me how he was bear crawling around and not using the chains. And I'm just shaking my head because I knew that he was going to say that. <laughs> I just knew it. But going back to challenges, we are each going to perceive a challenge differently. When we first look at a challenge... It could be anything. It could be you doing something for the very first time and you have no experience with it and it scares you. It could be a really hard hike like me and Cooper did. It could be starting a new business. Whatever it is, whatever that challenge is for you, we each view those challenges differently. One person who does the same thing Maybe you are starting a business and this other person is starting a business. They may look at that in a whole different light than you. You may look at starting a business and all of these self-doubt and fear start to creep in, making you want to not even start. But somebody else may look at it and that inspires them, that pushes them to go and do it. It's like this. There is a freezing pond really, really cold. Some people will look at it and that's a challenge for them that they won't even try. They're terrified of what it will do to their body temperature. Other people, they may just dip their toe in a little bit, see how it feels. And other people will jump right in. And it really just depends on the person. But we can learn to change the way that we view challenges. And instead of looking, the, looking at them as something that scares us and something that we shouldn't take on because it's getting out of our comfort zones, we should instead look at it as a chance to grow and expand, a chance to grow into a whole new version of ourselves. So one idea to do that is to have a conversation with your challenge 
instead of telling it, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. This is impossible. Change the words, change the words you use to positivity and inspiration. Wow, this is going to be hard, but I am willing to try. Or, oh gosh, this is scary, but I am willing to grow and expand outside of my comfort zone. Another way you can shift the way you view your challenges is to notice and recognize all of the other challenges that you have been successful in in your life. I am sure there are plenty and there's just a list of things that you have achieved. Go ahead and write them down. Write a little description under it. What you did, what were your challenges, how you overcame them, and then kind of gloss those details over this new challenge. And realize that if you overcame those challenges, you can definitely overcome this new one. Well, that is all for today. I hope you all learned something and this helped shift your perspective on challenges. I will see y'all in the next episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. I am just so blessed and grateful for y'all's support. And if you haven't gotten the chance, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. It's all about self-growth, self-love, and self-healing. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye!